Here we go. Hey there, folks. This is your host, Cameron Ivey of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. And gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Privacy Please. I am your host, Cameron Ivey, and I've got another fantastic blogcast for you. I hope you're ready. I hope you got your drinks ready. I hope you got your snacks ready, your popcorn, whatever you got. Let's do this. Attackers are already exploiting chat GPT to write malicious code, aka the AI-based chatbot is allowing bad actors with absolutely zero coding experience to help develop malware. Let's dig into this article. And before we do, I'm going to give mad props to the writer contributing in the dark reading article. Um, I'm going to botch this name, but it is spelled J-A-I, so Jai Vijayan, V-I-J-A-Y-A-N. Thank you for your research. Here we go. All right, so since OpenAI released ChatGPT in late November, many security experts have predicted it would only be a matter of time before cyber criminals began using the AI chatbot for writing malware and enabling other nefarious activities. Just weeks later, it looks like that time is already here. In fact, Researchers at Checkpoint Research, CPR, have reported spotting at least three instances where black hat hackers demonstrated in underground forums how they leveraged chat GPT's AI smarts for malicious purposes. By way of background, chat GPT is an AI-powered prototype chat bot designed to help in a wide range of use cases, including code development and debugging, one of its main attractions is the ability for users to interact with the chatbot in a conversational manner and get assistance on everything from writing software to understanding complex topics, writing essays and emails, improving customer service and testing different business or market scenarios. But it can also be used for darker purposes. Just like if anybody is familiar with the hit HBO TV series, Silicon Valley, when um, Guilfoyle created his own uh, Guilfoyle AI, and then it was smart enough to take over. Anyways, I don't have to dive into that. If you know the show I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, get your butt on HBO Max and watch it. You're welcome. Anyways, back to the program. So, in one instance, uh, a malware author disclosed in a forum used by other cyber criminals how he was experimenting with chat GPT to see if he could recreate known malware strains and techniques. 
As one example of his effort, the individual shared the code for a Python-based information stealer he developed using ChatGPT that can search for, copy, and exfiltrate 12 common file types, such as office documents, PDFs, and images from an infected system. The same malware author also showed how he had used ChatGPT to write Java code for downloading the PUTTY SSH and Telenet client and running it covertly on a system via PowerShell. Gotta love PowerShell. On December 21st, a threat actor using the handle USDOD posted a Python script he generated with the chatbot for encrypting and decrypting data using the Blowfish and Twofish cryptographic algorithms. CPR researchers found that the code, that though the code could be used for entirely Benin purposes, a threat actor could easily tweak it so it could run on a system without any user interaction, making it ransomware in the process. So unlike the author of the information stealer, USDOD appeared to have very limited technical skills and, and in fact claimed that the Python script he generated with ChatGPT was the very first script he had ever created, CPR said. So in a third instance, CPR researchers found a cyber criminal discussing how he had used ChatGPT to create entirely an entirely automated dark web marketplace for trading stolen bank accounts and payment card data. Malware malware tools, excuse me, drugs, ammunition, and a variety of other illicit goods. To illustrate how to use ChatGPT to these purposes, the cyber criminals published a piece of code that uses third-party API to get up-to-date cryptocurrency, which is uh, Monero, Bitcoin, and Ethereum prices as part of the dark web market payment system. Um, This is what the security vendor noted. So no experience needed. This is crazy. This is super scary and not surprising at all at the same time. So no experience needed. Concerns over threat actors abusing chat GPT have been rife ever since OpenAI released the AI tool in November with many security researchers perceived that chatbot as significantly lowering the bar for writing malware. Um, one man says, uh, Sergey Chekov- Chekovich, threat intelligence group manager at Checkpoint, apologies if I, I botched your name, uh, reiterates that with chat cheap GPT, a malicious actor needs to have no coding experience to write malware. You should just know what functionality the malware or any program should have ChatGPT will write the code for you that will execute the required functionality. Wait a minute. So you're saying that anyone's grandma can write malware. Hmm. Seems too easy. Anyways, thus the short-term concern is definitely about ChatGPT allowing low-skilled cyber criminals to develop malware. Uh, in, in the longer term, I assume that also more sophisticated cyber criminals will adopt ChatGPT to improve the efficiency of their activity or to address different gaps they may have, Sergey noted. So from an attacker's perspective, code-generating AI systems allow malicious actors to easily bridge any skills gap they may have by serving as a sort of translator between languages, 
added Brad Hong, Customer Success Manager at Horizon 3AI. Thanks, Brad. Such tools provide an on-demand means of creating templates of code relevant to an attacker's objectives and cuts down on the need for them to search through developer sites such as Stack Overflow and Git. Um, Hong said in an email statement to Dark Reading, so even prior to its discovery of threat actors abusing chat GPT checkpoint, like some other security vendors, this showed how adversaries could leverage the chatbot and malicious activities. Now, in a December 19 blog, the security vendor described how its researchers created a very plausible sounding phishing email merely by asking chat GPT to write one of one that appears to come from a fictional web hosting service. The researchers also demonstrated how they could how they got chat GPT to write VBS code they could paste into an Excel workbook for downloading an executable from a remote URL. The goal of the exercise was to demonstrate how attackers could abuse artificial intelligent models such as ChatGPT to create a full infection chain right from the initial spear phishing email to running a reverse shell on affected systems. Wow. Um, so making it harder for cyber criminals, OpenAI and other developers of similar tools have put in filters and controls and are consistently improving on them of course, uh, to try and limit the misuse of their technologies. And at least for the moment, the AI tools remain glitchy and prone to what many researchers have described as flat out mistakes on occasion, which could thwart, uh, you know, some malicious efforts. Now, even the potential for misuse of these technologies remains large over the long term, many have predicted. To make it harder for criminals to misuse the technologies, developers will need to train and improve their AI engines to identify requests that can be used in a malicious way. And the other option is to implement authentication and author uh, authorization requirements in order to use the OpenAI engine. Even something similar to what online financial institutions and payment systems currently use would be sufficient. Anyways, that, that is the end of the article. I, I, it, this is amazing, and this kind of goes back to... <clears throat> Yeah, there's a lot of things that you can put in place, but man, when it comes to allowing, when it comes to this artificial intelligence, um, I just, I don't know. This is a conversation that I want to dive deeper into, um, and, and we can do uh, on a second episode when I have Gabe, which I think, <clears throat> I know he's going to find this fascinating. Um, so we can dive a little bit further. If you guys have questions on this, I would love to dive more into this. I just thought this was fascinating and wanted to release a blogcast on this because I think it is super important and very, very uh, relevant. So huge. It, you know, when it comes to AI and it's just it's almost unpredictable is the term that I'd like to use because obviously you can see it could have a mind of its own, too. So. I'm not really um, 100% on this on artificial intelligence, and and you can see that it's already being used against us by people that aren't even intelligent. Well, I guess they're intelligent enough to to pull this off. So, either way, hats off to those guys. Um, but you know, we're still here, and we're still learning and getting better, and trying to protect our data. So. 
bring it on. Anyways, uh, again, this uh, article was brought to you by Dark Reading. So thank you for everyone involved and hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We'll see you guys next week. Cameron Ivy, over and out. Hey, you guys made it all the way to the end. Thanks for listening. Again, if this is your first time, we really appreciate the support and everyone that's always been around since the beginning. We love you guys. Keep supporting Privacy, please. And we'll always have new content each and every week. Cameron Ivy, over and out.